Blog Talk Radio.
Yeah, I'm here with you today. How are you doing today? You still breaking up, but I can hear you pretty good. Okay. All right. I think we got a storm running through about this time, so maybe that's what's causing it. I don't know. But anyway, we're here right now, so. <laughs> yeah, we're going to press on. Of course we are. Of course we are. All right, y'all. That was Brian Cumberson with Go. And y'all like that jazz, man? I tell you, boy, that's a bad boy on the piano, though. Well, y'all, yeah, check him out. That's a bad boy right there. All right, anyway, anyway, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. I've got my co host, Keith Ross, in the house with me, and we're ready to get it on. Oh, I've got a quote of the day for you today. And you know what? I'm going to read the quote today. I'm going to let you give what you think about it. Yeah, we're ready. We're ready. All right. They're ready. Say again. I say, yeah, we're ready. They're ready. All right. All right. All right. I'm ready. Here it is. Do not judge my story by the chapter you walk in on. And that's by unknown. Uh, now, is that not a, a great quote or what? <laughs> Do not judge my story by the chapter you walk in on. Oh, man. That's, that's something. Woo, woo. Go ahead. What do you think about that, Firoz? Huh? Hey, you, that's just that's just like saying don't judge a book by its cover. What you walked into my life may not be what I'm about. You know, people evolve, people change, people grow, they mature up. So at the time that you walked into my life, you know, you might have not have been a good thing, so you didn't get the best of me. So don't judge me for that. I still mm. got a lot of living to do. Mm. Still got a lot of living to do. So you can't, you can't do that to people. You can't do that to people. Because if we be honest, we don't want nobody doing that to us. So, you know, let's not do that. I agree. Let's, let's not do that. Even though, you know, being human beings, you know, one time I said being creatures of habit, and don't you know what I can do? Yeah. 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 And I'm not doing because, because we expect people to act a certain way, and when they don't act according to what our beliefs are or how we feel, then, you know, we want to go off to the left with them, and, you know, and, 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 and rather than, you know, being compassionate about where they are and understanding that, you know, hey, everybody go through stuff, you know, and we go through differently, you know. So <laughs> either accept me as I am or respect me in the replace that I am or leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, you don't you got said, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you don't got to be here. remember 
that God is not going to override anybody's will. Say that again. I say you get you. I mean, prayer is the answer for all things. However, you have to remember that God is not going to override anybody's will. He gave us a self will. See, we can pray to change that person's heart, you know, and got to do it by his word and by your prayers. But still, even in that, they still have to, the bottom line is they still got to decide. They have to make it. They have to. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about right there. <laughs> Y'all remember a couple of years ago we had um, we had a show on uh, Do We Have Free Will? That was a good show, too. propaganda, you know, put out there so it'll take your focus off what's really going on within the country, you know, and if everybody is all upset, you know, this terrorist thing done died down for a while, you know, it's, it, 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 it ain't been that um, as prominent in the news as it was, you know, before. It hasn't been as prominent recently. However, you know, in order to, to get your point of view or to get your agenda across, you know, Something has to keep popping up, you know, randomly at certain points in order to to keep the the interest of the people and to keep them mm-hmm. off kilter or keep them off, off, you know, off their square so that they cannot focus on the pertinent things that matter to them. And we can say, okay, in Paris, is this, is that, and everybody cry, okay, we need to tighten the laws or we need to tighten the gun laws. Because, you know, the gun law issue kind of went down for a while. Yeah. But now right, if right. everybody start walking in places and shooting people, you know, then it's going to be back front and center again. See, so so you have to create you have to create uh, a, a diversion 
you know, from the real issue so that people can be upset again and, and you know, wanting to say, okay, this is what we need to do and forget about the things that are really important, you know. So so nobody's bringing those, those, those points up, you know, you know, about the status of, you know, our nation's government or whatever. You know, they're not they're not looking at that anymore because now, oh, my, we got terrorists again. Yeah, yeah. Even though, you know, it has been made clear that the shooting in Orlando this morning was not a terrorist attack. It was a disgruntled worker who yeah. had gotten caught. Yeah. And they were, they were really been trying to push that point across. But I just found it quite, quite um, coincidental, you know, that um, the shooting, shooting happened after the um, thing in London over the weekend. You know, of course, and, and of course, our, our great president, <laughs> you know, I got the letter with that one, right? Um, he going to use his Twitter account. So I'm out. Um, you see, we're not talking about the conversation is not about guns anymore. They use knives and trucks no, and things not. like that. Exactly, like that Uber driver. That lady came out to Walmart and uh, hacked that man up for no reason. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, honestly, honestly, being an Uber driver myself, you know, that's you know, so, look, so I'm gonna want to sit sit behind you. Now you need to get on the other side of this. I can see what you're doing. <laughs> Don't sit right behind me. You know, because I mean, if you if you go out there and you you ask 
a homeless person, you know, that question, who's going to agree with that? If that's all they've known all their life and they're trying to get, and they're trying to get ahead and can't get ahead, you know, and no, mm-hmm. it, it, it's not. It, 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 it's not to them. It's not you know? to them. No, it's not to them. They're on the corner in tents, and if they live in the tent, then here, here come the authorities. They got to push them out. You know, they got to relocate. Mm-hmm. You know, depending on where they live, and and it just seems as if they're always harassed. See, so is it great? Hmm. That's that's a good question. Is it great? Is, is it, it great? You know what? Or is it, or is it, or is it just good as it's gonna get? Hmm. Now, see, now that's a good one right there. <laughs> that is a good one. Woo! See, hmm. make you wonder, doesn't it? Make you wonder. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Oh, well, yes. according to the president, he's gonna make it great again. So uh, apparently, it was great at one time. Uh, you know, I really can't think of when, but uh-huh. you know, a lot of people say it was great. <laughs> it was great at one time. Now, uh, you know, I think we're gonna leave that question out there and see what they say. When yeah. We let them in. See what everybody yeah, that, say. Yeah. That, that, that's yeah. gonna be really, really interesting. Of course, we know one person gonna be yes. <laughs> Country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great time in the world. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, you know what's going to happen, don't you? It's going to happen. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's going to be really interesting. I, I tell you, that's going to be very, very interesting. All right, so. <laughs> Stop laughing already. <laughs> All right. So, uh, oh, Bill Cosby, his sexual assault trial started today. And, uh, yeah. man, I, I'm really curious. You know, as I was reading the write up that they had in uh, was the USA Today, uh, there was some interesting uh-huh. wording in here. I mean, that I really was like, wow. You know, you have to really, 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 really read this thing because it's, it's crazy. Um, let me see. I got them highlighted here. Um, the, the one of the big things that he said was, when he, this trial is over, you know, he want to know he wants he hopes to return to his career <laughs> as a comedian and groundbreaking TV star. All right. Now, mm-hmm. the, the person who wrote this this article says, but that's highly unlikely. A criminal defense attorney who has been following Yasmin. Um, there is no recovery for Bill Cosby. All right. It seems impossible he will go back to being Bill Cosby and recapture the days of past glory. Uh, let's see what else he said. Um, huh. I don't know. It moved on me. Wait a minute. I mean, he. It was some words that I, I, I marked, and I really wanted to. Uh, um. um Jump on because it was an inter- interesting way that they worded it. Um, it goes to show that the, they weren't really, 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 really <laughs> intent on ruining his character. What I mean, when I say ruining, I mean ruin it. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. His jury is what, uh, seven men and five women, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
only two of the jurors right now are black. You know, so <laughs> wow. he's getting a, look. He's getting the trial of his peers for, for sure. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, here it is. Here's what I was talking about. It said, but no matter the outcome, whether the jury finds him guilty or innocent of three charges of aggravated, aggravated indecent sexual assault, this much is already clear. Cosby is a broken idol. Y'all hear that? He is a broken uh, idol, permanently shattered by accusations that he repeatedly drugged and or raped women he knew or met at a time when he was becoming. When he was becoming. <laughs> now, I mean, and the words I really that really popped out on me was, um, "is a broken idol." You know? Yeah. And we, and when you think about the way this whole thing has gone now. That is exactly what was set out to do to break him, and that was to break his 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 um uh, uh, stance. Uh, it's crazy and shattered and permanently. You know, when you say stuff like permanently, permanently you know, that means there's no return. Right, right, right. We don't even want. We don't even want to see your. We don't even know want to know that you exist in in in, in the earth anymore. 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 You know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so once this is over, you don't want to take your blindness and your cane and go on to retire with Camille and and learn your lesson and be in your place like you're supposed to be. And that's what all this is about. It is. It Because is. you 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 know, you you got beside yourself. Wasn't wasn't he is not if I'm not mistaken, I remember some time back. He was trying to buy a a, a TV uh, network or something. Yeah, yeah. And that's when yeah. all this—that's when all and this all stuff started this, jumping off. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what 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 type of message are they trying to send? You know. Uh, you know. I just told you. Stay, and the, and the other the other the other question is: Is he the exam? Is he what? Is he the example? You know that oh. hey, don't get don't Look. get beside don't get beside yourself and and try to Look. think that you know you can be up here where we are. I, 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 I can give you two examples they done put out there already. The people and the, the, um and one was just in news again. Uh, number one is OJ. You know they, uh-huh. <laughs> the next one was Tiggle Woods, and once again they done hemmed him up with some nonsense. Exactly. Exactly, yeah. and, and, and for and for this to go the, the way this thing is going, you know, when he had a black comedian, you know, add add this stuff into his comic um, show, and that's how it all got started. Barrys, whatever. Now before this time, nobody knew who the heck Hannibal Barrys was unless you were just a true, true comedy fan. <laughs> uh-huh. But all of a sudden, he he's famous now. He was doing commercials here lately. I thought so. Yeah. I think he was he was the um, the tool that was used to um, um, get to get Bill Cosby where he is. Now it's interesting that out of all the accusers, this one right here, Andrea Constantine, you know, uh-huh. it's interesting because now she's supposed to be gay. Okay, she's supposed to be gay now. You know, I guess that's gonna make. You know that's gonna play a big part. I doubt it seriously, 
But um, <laughs> here's something interesting about this whole thing. And, and me and you talked a little bit about this. If someone has drugged you and touched you inappropriately, you know, quote unquote, uh, uh, raped you, right? Why would, why, you go back? why would you go back? Exactly. exactly. Why, would why would you, you go back? I don't, I don't, that's that's the part I don't understand because you know I'm I'm gonna want to do something bad to you if I'm if I'm coming back I'm 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 coming back to do something to you that's what I'm coming back for right I'm right. not I'm I'm coming back to for more of the same that I got before no only one of us gonna leave up out of it that's just ridiculous why would you do that. So there had to be some consent somewhere along those lines. Hmm. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, along lines, that no lines. That, that's just already <laughs> that's already given. Especially now, see, Bill Cosby has had uh, already gave a definition, already gave a deposition to this case right here, and it was supposed to be sealed. See, and here's here's how to get you prosecuting this case. He was he got elected on bringing Bill Cosby to trial. See, right. That, that's right. How, yeah, because actually yep. there was a settlement that had already been agreed upon and paid to this woman. Mm-hmm. You know, to where all the stuff was going, all the stuff was sealed. However, right. you know, when he came in, he unsealed it. And when did he unseal yeah. it? A couple of days before the um, um what they call it the um the the. the, the, the what word I'm looking for? You know what I'm talking about? Before the end of, of the period for her to um, do anything else with it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, I'll take it the word a minute. I'm, I'm talking to things too fast. But anyway, um, you know, but it, it is it is very interesting because uh, this is attorney who who's doing this thing. He said mm-hmm. after after he invites her back and tells. They're going to be alone. Oh, uh, Lord. Tell her to wear a comfortable clothing. And she went back. And then the top it off, and she, he gives her pills to take, and she does. Why would you go back to the Why would you go back to the house when he has practically told you something is going to happen of a sexual nature? And that's, that's my point, you know. That's my point. See, that's too much information beforehand. See, what that's called in modern day terms is prostitution. Now, <laughs> I mean, he tell you what to wear, tell you what you're gonna do, and here, take this. Come on now, <laughs> and you get paid. That's it. now. Come on. That they opened, unsealed everything two days before the statute of limitations ran out? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Wow. This, this wow. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I believe that. I believe that. This is making somebody's career. Yeah, this is making oh, somebody's yeah. career. Yeah. <laughs> so and of course, and of course you got that that all red lady. You know she's 
tracking technology programs. All right? So this is what it means, y'all. Now, we already know they, they've been chipping animals for a while now. So what they want to do now is with individuals with forms of dementia or children with developmental disabilities who have wandered from safe environments, they're going to give law enforcement and the, the, the ability, well, not the ability, the, um, allow them to um, chip these individuals. Let's just go and put that there. They're going to chip them, all right? Uh, now, it's under the guise of, in case they wander off and, you know, nobody matter what it is, you can always, you know, activate the chip and you know where they are. However, you know, this bill is so broad, uh, a lot of a lot of people are here. Yeah. Are we, we looking at something It'll eventually be, be, be systematic, you know, um, because in some places, um, I believe they're already chipping the newborn babies. As, as as well now this this project for the uh, patients with Alzheimer's and 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 disabled, you know is 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 um what is the word that I'm looking for? Um, it's 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 just a, a, like a pilot, you know, and then right. that that that's that genre of people. But then what about the next population of people? Which population are you going to target next? To have these chips, you know, and 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 just to see overall how well it's going to go and how receptive the people are. If the people do not stand, everybody going to think it's a good idea, you know. You chipping my grandma like she my pet, so I know where she's going, wherever mm-hmm. she is, you know. Mm-hmm. And the basis will be will be like you know they wander off from the house from the house in the winter, you know, when you're living in cold environments where it's snowing, you know, and we don't find them before they freeze to death. If we if they have this chip, you know, we can go get online and we can find them. But the question is, who all is going to have access to that chip? Who all is going to be able, you know, to get online and pinpoint? Okay, this is chip number X X six seven eight nine and ten, and it's owned by Mrs. Smith. So <laughs> then we can, we know wherever Mrs. Smith goes, we we can track her. Now, who's to say it's not? It's just going to be used for emergency situations. What? What? And and then and then on that, you know, data is always going to be kept. So, what Uh kind of data are you looking at? What are you looking for? What kind of data are you keeping? Other than statistics, yeah. yeah, Other than statistics of people who wander off. It, and then the question on on that becomes: Is it that many people that this is truly needed, mm-hmm. or is it just a way to introduce it, in, you know, to the American people so they can be receptive of it? By you know this this population area, you know these people, you know, so that you know if it tests well in that market, if it tests well, in, you know, in the Alzheimer's and disabled market, then. What about parents, you know, when children are abducted? You see, all these missing persons. Then it'll be, well, nobody can get abducted. Nobody can be missing if they're chipped. Right. You don't, so you don't have that worry. See, so, so what market is next? What population market is next after this, if this goes through? See, if they, they, you know. 
get you know get their test market and and it is approved to do it. And again, what 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 kind of data are you keeping? And then another thing, I have another question, another another thought just occurred. You know, um, you see all the time these infomercials and these uh, you know by attorneys and and saying if you've had this implant or if you had like now the 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 thing going around is the mesh implant. Call this, you may be entitled to some settlement or what have you. Well, then, what about these chips? Who's going to be liable if, you know, they slow, cause cancel, people die, you know? What about the adverse reaction to that? And and what if and what if and what if the the person with Alzheimer's also has a, a, a pacemaker or something else? How are these? How is that? Is is that chip going to uh, affect that? Are they going to be able to even get the chip? Uh, so, okay. so you know what are, what are the adverse reactions to you know implanting this technology into a life <laughs> a living human being? Well, they have. I don't think they they really care about that. I really don't. I don't think they really care about that. <laughs> they, they, just let's go ahead and move forward with our agenda, and uh, we'll deal with whatever else happens when it happens. That's about the bottom line. I yes, mean, no? these people not road test dummies. You know, they they live in folks. You know, it ain't something that you can crash and then you know remove from the crash and put back together and use it again. No. Well, you know, and I just thought about it. You know who the next set of test two dummies going to be? The military. Yeah, probably. Our prisoners. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Our prisoners. prisoners. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one it's, one it's gonna be, yeah, it's going to be somebody they have definitely have control over already. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They, yeah. Have, they, they, they have, you know, limited freedom and limited control over their lives. But, you know, we govern you, so... This is what you have to do. We're requiring right. you to, get, to do this, and you don't have a choice. <laughs> that is so true. Um, you gonna find out anything yeah, different? I, I, I read this. I read this. You know, and and the part, the first thing that got me is that sentence where it said, "We'll also be able to investigate potential, potential, potential." civil rights violations affecting this population that attract national attention. So the other, yeah. in other words, the ones that don't make it to the media and everybody know about it, we ain't concerned about those issues. <laughs> so so but what this is saying to me is that, you know, we know we look bad lately because we're killing up all these young black men and getting away with it. Uh, and that looks bad for us. So now let's start a commission so we can do something about that so that these things don't get so widespread. Because mm. God forbid if we have another civil rights action, you know, where every country is hating us because of how we're treating people. Well, you know, I, 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 still, I still forgot a little piece of this. I, I, was waiting for, I, was, I was waiting for you to go there, but you went there. All right. Um, the commission shall make a systematic study of the conditions affecting black men and boys, including but not limited to homicide rates, arrest and incarceration rates, poverty, violence, fatherhood, mentorship, drug abuse, death rates, disproportionate mm-hmm. income and wealth levels, school performance in all grade levels, including post 
excuse. <laughs> the commission shall also document trends under the above topics and report on the community impact of relevant government programs within the scope of the Black Caucus. <laughs> Y'all know who that is? You probably like me didn't know. I'm just curious. You know, because it was a white-looking guy for a while, and I had somebody different. He's um, a Democrat out of um, Louisiana, and his name is Craig um, Cedric. I'm sorry, Cedric Richardson. I don't know why I want to call the man Craig. He looked a little bit like Craig, yeah, but it's Cedric Richardson is his name. So, ah, you know, they're supposed to have, have something to do with it. But, you know, it is what it is. Oh, okay. Uh, any more things you want to add to it, uh, Ms. Ross? No, I was just looking at the stats on here um, where they were talking about the schools and stuff. They said they expect more than 60, 66% of black male dropouts, these, men, these kids who drop out of school, are expected to serve time in a state or federal prison. Automatically, that's what they're saying. Uh-huh. And then they also said that because they are subject subjected to unequal profiling by the police and disproportionately harsh sentences in the judicial system, they are six times more likely to become incarcerated than their white counterparts. Although the black male population only comprises six percent of the U.S. population. Of the 2,300,000 people incarcerated nationwide, 1 million of them are black males. Wow. And black, it says that this is the statistics that they brought to support the need for the commission. They said black males receive uh, 10% longer federal sentences than their white males who commit the same crime. Yeah. Well, that's nothing new there. So my 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 thing is okay, all right. You got a commission, but and I see all all these statistics and and everything they're proposing to do, but I don't see the how they're proposing to do it. Mm. They're gonna study it. That's how. <laughs> I, I mean. Ain't they been studying this all these years and they ain't came up with nothing yet? <laughs> it just looks good. It looks good. It makes it seem as though something, somebody is trying to help. That's all. I mean, you know, <laughs> I don't think it takes a commission. Just go down to one of the neighborhoods and see. Go to one of the public schools and see. You, you know what the, you already know what the issues are. You already know what the issues are. You already know what the barriers are. So until until these things change, you know, it. I just don't think it's going to make a lot of uh, of difference. Because the things the things the things that cause this are systematic. These these are systematic things. You know, so rather than looking at the black male population. I, I I was focused on the things in the system and how to change those, but you know I might just be you know off to the left too far or something. I don't know. That's what I think. 
But you're absolutely right. That's the only way you can think of this change the system. Because the problem is systematic. And uh, we know that's not going to happen. So let's be honest. The Congressional Black Caucus, they have no power. They really don't. They, they, they're pretty much like the NAACP. They look good on a piece of paper, but push comes to show, you know, they, they ain't holding no juice. They can only go so far.
in and out there. And if they're sick, then you care. They're not going to get it in Mexico. No, they're not going to get it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know. Sometimes I, you know, I, I feel a certain way about it. You know, they're veterans. They, they actually were willing to put their lives, their lives on the line. Hey, let the folks come on back. Yeah. But then um, again, but look, then again, that is nothing new because we know once uh, Mr. Smith gets in his using you, he discards you. He don't care. He does not care. He will discard you. See you later. Thank you for what you've done, Bobby. But uh, it's time for you to go back. You got to go. You got to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, so, hey, I don't know. That, that's, you know, those, those are my fellow brothers right there. You know, those are my fellow brothers. So I, I think it's just, it's a shame. It's a shame. And something really does need to be done, you know. If you can, if you can have uh, what that boy name is that ended up having um, sex change surgery, Manning, Chelsea Manning, if you can allow that oh. kind of have sex change, yeah, yeah, sex change, you know, and still remain on like to do it, yeah, you need to bring these guys back and take care of them like you're supposed to. You know, that's about as hypocritical as they go you know, a preacher in a whole house. You know? <laughs> he ain't trying to say no. I don't know where they came from. It just came from. <laughs> I tickled myself on that one. <laughs> oh, but anyway. Yeah, they need to bring my brothers back home, man. They need to bring them back over here and, and give them a chance to um, actually you know, get uh, naturalized or what have you. And so they get, uh, get the, the care that they need, that they deserve, and earn, that they did earn. Okay? Yeah, right. they did. Yeah, they did. And yeah. one of the uh, representatives, um, what's her name, Luan Vargas, she was saying that they need to. Um, Revisit the issue and look at at making it a priority of them getting the the citizenship paperwork um, completed. That you know we need, they say she's saying that you know we need to do everything possible to help them apply. Okay, but you saying help them apply? What about helping them through the pro- process? Because once they apply, it's other things you know that's going to come up. <laughs> you know that they're going to yeah. have to. You know that they're going to have to do. So right. that's just the first step. You know, yeah, help, yeah, make it a priority to help them apply. But why not make it a, a, a priority to help them to get through the process once they're dishonorably discharged? You know, they got a certain amount of time, if it's five years or whatever, for them to get the process done. Then when they're when they're leaving out, somebody ought to be contacting them and saying, "Hey, did you apply for your citizenship yet? This is what you need to do." Well, yeah, yeah, uh, you know, and uh, that is that is good in theory, good in theory, but uh, it, ain't, it ain't. I know, not enough man hours, <laughs> not enough people. I already well, know. <laughs> put it this way. Not as long as this administration is in, in the White House, it's not going to happen. You know, they just happen to, yeah, they just happen to fall at the wrong time. <laughs> at the wrong time. Yeah, so, all right, so that's all I got for right now. I mean, there's a few other things, but they're not that important. Oh, here's one. Here's one. Was this the one we were talking about last night? Yeah. The one about um, a 
domestic violence that goes on. You know, either the wife beating the husband, the husband beating the wife, they beat the kids, or whatever. Well, yeah. Georgia, Georgia has come up with with um, a law that if they do not prosecute the um, the person who does not pay the fee, they are threatened with an arrest. The lawsuit says the money is used to account for the cost of police time spending, spent investigating cases that do not move forward. Let's be honest. If you ever had anything happen with the police, they came to your house, and what are they going to do? They give you a car. Well, if you think of up, call me. That's all they do. So how much time does that take? <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. But, yeah. Um, oh, my goodness. With 80 to 90% of alleged victims not willing to testify against their alleged abusers, oftentimes out of fear. Um, you know, they want to create a safe environment where people feel comfortable coming forward. But yes, you're going to charge them $50. Really? You're going to charge them $50? Yeah, and, they really, and they really ain't going to come forward then because they ain't going to pay no $50. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That's, so, that's, more of, that's more of a hindrance than a help. I mean, okay, if it's. Yeah. It, it, I don't see the reason behind that because if you're in 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 in, in an abusive relationship and you know you're in a place where maybe you don't have any income, this person is you know beating you all around the walls and stuff, you know. But you're thinking, well, I can't come for help because I ain't got shit to do. And if I call. And, and I and if I call and I don't pay and I don't have the money, then I'm gonna go to jail. See, so for the person being abused, it seems as if it's a lose lose situation. Exactly, exactly. You know, <sighs> that's another thing that needs to be. I don't know how you fix that. I, I really don't. I, I don't know how you fix that right there. That is just. I mean, I was laughing, but I'm not laughing at the thought of, of the person being abused, or, you know, beaten down, what have you. Just the thought of, of making them pay $50 because they don't want to show up. You know, I, yeah. I, I've been in, I've seen situations where, you know, the, the law enforcement get there and they jump on the law enforcement. So, hey, some people just, that's the way they live. I hate to say it, but they do. That's the way they get along. <laughs> You know, they beat up each other on the weekend or what have you. Um, but the, the, they, you know, force them to pay money that they may not even have normally. So, hmm. interesting, huh? Yeah, hmm. that's something. I don't know what to call it. I don't know. It seems like, <laughs> it seems like these laws go, are going backwards rather than, than you know, progressing. Forward. Yeah. They're yeah. progressing, you know. It's, it's, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Ready to, to let the crew in there? I know they've been waiting patiently. Uh, we're going to let them in and see what they got to talk about today. Um, uh, you ready? You ready, co host? Ready to let them in? Yeah, let them in. Let them in. Let them in. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Somebody going to learn today. All right. Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Hello. Yeah, I'm talking to you. It was just such a funny team. <laughs> All right. Well, why, why are they trying to figure out what they want to talk? Let me bring Pianki in. Oh, Lord. All right, Pianki. Welcome to the show, man. What's up? 
I heard you say, I heard the thing say unmute, but your signal, your audio is really bad. Started off bad, then you done something that got good. What do you have to say, man? I, ain't no I can bad hear the lady. I can hear the lady. I but that's that. just the what thing. I can hear the say? lady. What do you have to say, Gianni? What? What do I have to say? Yeah. Well, you asked in the chat room how was it okay or not. Okay, and I can read also. You know, I can read. Now, what do you have to add to what we were talking oh. about? On your topics? Oh, no. the United States is the best country in the world. I told you. For me to be in. <laughs> Where else in the, where else in the world is the best place for where else in the world is a better place for black men, black people, black Americans, United States citizens? What? Hmm? What? what, what? Mm-hmm. This is not the best. I can hear her. I can't hear you. Where is a better place in the world for the black male? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Pardon me? <laughs> Where is a better place in the world for for African American males, African American people? You have when you go to, yeah, you you know they list Sweden as being, but Sweden's tax rate is close to sixty percent. In other words, sixty cents out of every dollar that you collect, you make goes to their government. Here in the United States, it can be as low as fifteen cents out of every dollar. When you turn on your switch, the lights come on. When you turn on the faucet, the majority of the places, vast majority of the places, you got water that comes on. If there's something wrong with it, they attend to it readily. You got Internet service 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You got roads, transportation. You got safe foods. A safe banking system where you put money in today, you come back tomorrow, it's still there. You got ambulance service, medical service. In many cases, free. Free schooling, education. So where else is it a better place for black people in this world? You surely don't say Africa. I wouldn't go say Africa, but I showed the hell right here. I'm talking about for black people. Ain't no black folks in Sweden, Denmark, Finland, Netherlands. We we talking about the United States of this America, and you say this is the best place for the black man. It is. I, I, it's a place I, where you, you don't have to worry. You know, I I I just would like to have five black males, just five. I can't hear you. I said it, it 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 would amaze me if we could just get five black males that that would agree with you with your perception, you know, because it is not well, a blessing. It is not the best situation for all black males. It is. It, 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 it I is, can I can uh, I can give you five people that would say it. Uh, go to and I like to talk, go to the National Society of Black Engineers website. They have over. They have at least three or four thousand blacks that say that because they are taking advantage of the opportunities here. So yes, United States is. But see, I've been in these, a lot of these countries. I ain't never been in the European countries, but I've been in a lot of African countries. And 
I can take you. You can go to those places. It might be a good place to to uh, visit, but it's not no good place to live. You don't have nothing over there that compare to the U.S. as far as having the access and the ability to live. You got access. And again, to and again, like I said, and again, like I said, and everything else. And like I said at the beginning of the show, it's subjective. It's, it's, it's according to who you're talking to. You know, we're not talking about the wealth to do in the Oh, yeah, I can, I can agree when, that. We, 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 most, we, we, when we say all, we can't say all. We cannot say all. Cause, you know, no, I didn't say, I didn't say all. Mm-hmm. I said it's the best place in the world for African Americans. Now that, those, that's inclusive. That's because inclusive. That's that what your statement because, is. Because because we because when you look at them, even the poorest of your poor, ain't nobody in this country starving. No one's going through famine. Now that's a lie. Yes they are. Yes they are. Yes they are. There so are you got people, people in this country that's starving. We do have people in this country who are starving. We do have people in this country who well, don't I'm gonna have tell you this. to food. Yes we do. I'm gonna tell you yes, this: if you got if you got people in the United States that's starving, a lot of it has to be on them own because you have food shelters, <laughs> places where you can get everybody, everybody you can go get uh, free meals when everybody, kids everybody when kids. Oh, ma'am, I'm trying to talk. You keep talking over me. Everybody don't qualify for those services. See, you keep coming. But when kids go to school, when when kids go to school, they are fed in the morning, they fed lunch, and they also fed in the afternoon. Okay. When they go to school, but what about when they don't go to school? What about well, the they should they be in school. school? What about the summer? When, what, what about the ones who can't go to school? You got meals on wheels. You got churches that give out food. That's what church is supposed to do. But they don't, you got the Salvation even, Army. I mean, even, I can give you a whole even, list. Even with, even with the 20,000 or so people that our ministry reaches, it's still people out there that's hungry every day. That's starving every day. And Pantera, and places, like, include, places like... You can't include everybody in that. And yes, these, these agencies Pan- are viable agencies. However, what they do is not enough. In Pantera, people like Pantera Bread Company, they give away, they give away their food that's not so. Now here's here's the summit of it. If it's people that's in this country that's starving, I don't know what to tell them. Everybody's not gonna make it because, like I said before, there's umpteen numbers of dollars that's spent to help people that's in on their back. And Eric, you was talking about those uh, veterans, and I made a comment on that. I was just reading, you know, what you had listed. Well, they was clothed, fed, and they was paid for what they done. And I don't think that they should be put ahead of the application process to become a citizen in the United States ahead of others, especially United States citizens. That's totally ridiculous. Why do United States citizens have to stand behind foreigners who's trying to become a citizen of this country, and a United States citizen has issues and documents and applications 
pertaining okay, to say, if a now, host now, of reasons. If you're saying that, if they was good enough to fight and die for this country, they ain't good enough to be citizens in this country? Is that what you're saying? You're saying they got no, paid, they got paid. For a job that they got paid for a job. <laughs> no, no, no amount of money, no amount of money can place a life that was lost. And the hell those veterans went through. You can go. In the, wars that, in the wars that they didn't have anything to do with. See, you can so go. You can go to any country. You can go to a lot of countries. Just because they don't understand the application process, and nobody was there to walk them through it, you say, "Oh well, that's their fault." Thank you. We done used you up. Get the hell out. That's what you're saying. That's your sentence. No, what I'm saying is this. What I'm saying is this. You can go to many countries and become a paid mercenary. Why did so? And you, when you're a paid mercenary, you don't become a citizen of that country. So why would they expect something different in the United States? That's no more than another political ploy that's put out there by them liberals. If you want to fight the United States Army, we'll clothe you, we'll pay you. Now, I ain't going to let you insult my, my, my brothers like that, man. I'm sorry. I've been listening to bull crap. That's bull crap again. It really is. That's bull crap. Hey, you know what? Hey, you talk, hey, can, I'm being heard, right? Y'all can hear me, right? Please say you can hear me. I can't hear you, Eric. Okay, apparently you can't because you said something. Anyway, <laughs> hey, you talking about? I don't know if you're talking to me or who you're talking to. Hey, We're talking, talking to you. you. Talking I'm not rolling. You know, you, you keep saying uh, you can't find nothing better in America, what have you, but you can make women and marry two African women, right? I, just, I can't hear you, man. I heard you say something. Yeah, I bet you did. Okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> well, you had South. If you're talking about mercenaries, you had uh, you had uh, you had Cubans go fight with Angola. Look, you had look, Black Americans that left and went to fight in. Look, America, the United States Army, Marines, Air Force, whatever, they are mercenaries. That's, I mean, let's be honest. They're the biggest gang in the world. When we want to take somebody to country, who you said no? The United States military. What you call that? Really? Come on, Bianca. Get off this, that, that rain is so boxy standing on. Hey, Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have this? Hello? Hello. This is Mays. Yes. Hey, Mays. What's going on? I would like to correct something. Well, go right ahead. Go ahead. Enjoy yourself. Well, didn't Bush say if you fight for this country, you can become a citizen of this country? That's what Isn't he said. Thank you. That, that so that's why they want to be a part of this country. And this is not the best country to live in in, this, in the world, because if you haven't lived in other countries, how do you know what's the best? Unless you live somewhere besides here. Because <laughs> yeah. you go to Canada and leave. Now, this time when Bush, one of them was president, they gave up their citizenship and went to Canada to live. And I'm quite sure with this one we got now, some of them will give up their citizenship and leave too. And they are American citizens, right? Because they did not know what was going on. So the best country and the best food, that's the story, because they already got a recall on the food over here. For some reason, if it's the best. It's not. So with that, I'm going to be quiet for a few minutes. Hey, 
Can't hear you, Eric. He might he might not be on the air. Yeah. He might be answering but the phone. You, oh, okay. Yeah, well, you got a valid you got a valid point, Miss May. You know, and that's what I was trying to tell Pianchi. That question is subjective to who you are. Is is you can't say this is the greatest country in the in, in the world because everybody don't feel like that. Everybody because don't, I'm a, don't, don't feel like that. I'm gonna tell you two good. people. I'm gonna tell you uh-huh. three that don't live here. Donna Ross don't live here. Uh, Janet Jackson don't live here. And if it's the best, why they're not here? Because they were harassed by this country. Exactly. Some of them. That's why they don't live here because they don't want to take the heat that they got to give them, and they can't be free the way they want to be in the old, and other countries. They got, and they got lights. They got everything they would have over here. Mhm. And 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 that's exactly it. It is the right. You know, your rights are limited. They say, you know, uh, and, and, you know, some of those, but it's not. It's not. Mm-hmm. And some of those countries give their military people housing. They don't even have to pay for housing. They serve in the military, they give them a house. Yeah. Not here. Not here. No, you ain't going to get nothing but uh, uh, they get broke down and uh, not get nothing. They have to fight to get it, some of them. You do. Some of them even get recognition for fighting this country. So I don't know what people get their ideas. That's right, Eric. United States it's hard to in the U- U.S. military, you have about two hundred. You have about two million African Americans serving in all branches of the United States military. No other country. Well, I can't say that because you have some countries that's all black. But uh, in the United States military, you have at least close to two million African Americans that serve in the, in the U.S. military, and they will go there. They get educated. They attain rank. They'll turn an excellent pension after 20 years if they want to stay longer. They can collect, you know, upwards of way above the median wage in this country. And they can come out and go into other professions if they want to. That's a bunch of bullshit. Thanks for telling him, Mr. Talk. He don't know that. He didn't serve. That's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, Tyrone, Tyrone Thomas talks about it all the time on TRS. Well, Tyrone, don't tell you about the soldiers that's on food stamps, huh? They don't tell you about that. Yeah, well, I, I want to know. Yes, I want to know how. Huh? It depends. It, it depends. See what? See what he don't. What he don't know is depend on their rank when they retire or what they did when they retired. The reason why they don't have the same thing other people have, like Tyrone have, that's other people did not did not retire at Tyrone's rank. So maybe that's why he did. Yeah, those that go in so and you don't know serve what you're talking about, PR guy, the, the ones that go in and serve their term, they do very well. Really? How you? Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. That's spoken for Something he read, not something he knows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, don't believe everything you read when you have people know for a fact. Not my neighbor, my neighbor who went to Vietnam, he came back and he's doing very well. And a lot of people that went to Vietnam came Al, back and ain't getting nothing and doing well at all. Other Still friends fighting. of mine, who, other friends of mine used to be flying partners. He was in the Air Force. He's doing very, very well. So yes, they do good that they stay in there length of time. Sure. This is all, okay. don't, 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 most of the time for a Marine is only five years, mostly. They ain't really spending the military. What, the Marines? And it's, it, yes. And it's shocking that they get too uh-huh. retired. 
I don't know. I don't know about the Marines. I know the military mm-hmm. and the Army is not that, that, that long. The majority mm-hmm. of them. No, mm-hmm. it's not. But hold on, y'all. I got to bring somebody else in. All right. Triple One, welcome to the show. Who I'm talking to? Oh, this is Miss Lady. I've been listening for probably about 10, 15 minutes. You talking about the military? Well, I tell you uh, this much. Even... Tyrone was saying how, because I've met military people. My father served in the military, my uncle. I have family members, and they got out, you know. But anyway, he, I met people that said that um, when they were close to retirement, they started messing with them so that they could lose their retirement. And as they said, after all those years, so before their 20th year, they couldn't do things right. They were getting written up. They wanted to dishonorably discharge them so they couldn't even collect retirement. And I heard this from a white guy who was in the Navy and a black guy who was in the Army. So all of a sudden, your 18th year, you a problem. So there's no guarantee about staying in the military and doing well when you come out. You know, uh, Yankee is is reminiscent of of a lot of people who really have no idea what they're talking about, especially when it comes to the military. You know, it's it looked good on television, but you've been in it? No, it's not a, a, a walk in the park, okay? And Miss Lady is right. They have this system to where you get close to retiring. They do try and put you out before that time, all right? I did 21 years. I retired. But, yeah, when I got ready to get close, yeah, they tried it with me. They tried it. So, you know, what what Pinky is talking right now, he he just sounds like the talking heads in, in – in, um, in Congress somewhere, you know, he don't understand. He don't understand. He won't understand, you know. So Eric, you know, any military veteran that because John McCain retired too. Military years, veterans, uh, military veterans get perked when they go to apply for jobs, especially when they try to get in the construction no, industry. They are let in without any yes, problem yes, whatsoever. Yes, they do get perked. Yes, they do get perked. <laughs> But if they don't qualify for the job, they're not going to get the job. In construction, please. That's all they can qualify for? We have them in our workers all the time. I thought in the military you get to do all the time. They pay $65 an hour. They got full benefits, medical benefits. They got annuity and a pension. Well, Mr. Thompson, you was in the military. Don't they have a variety of jobs that they have? To do oh, yeah. construction, yeah, they do everything, don't they? They even do band. They do like traveling band. They uh, in the military. They got all kind of stuff. When you do this, uh, when they go do funerals and stuff, that's a part of the military, and they do different things like that. So I don't know what construction got to do with it. I mean, you have engineers no, in the military. Yeah, you got yeah, everything, you got, and yeah. doctors, yeah. lawyers, <laughs> everything you name on the on the private sector, you got it in there. Exactly. 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 Some just went, and then some went to the battlefield, and some stayed at home and didn't want to talk about what happened, and they never seen the land or been near the land, but we want to read a book and talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that kills me when I hear that. Hey, Tiaki, where you been? You where you been over there in Africa with your new best friend? Yeah. Out of down south making money. Oh, that's a good thing, I guess. Cutting down trees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you cut down trees, all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> On the put with a truck. <laughs> Yankee, so you before 
you be for um, putting tracking uh, devices in um, people, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. If people want to have tracking devices in the children, there's nothing wrong with it. What's wrong with that? Don't you put them in grown up? Especially people with Alzheimer's. If they walking around getting lost and all that stuff, but the way that they can uh, keep up with them. You don't think that leads to a bigger problem? Pardon me? You don't think that leads to a bigger problem? It's voluntarily. If you want to do it voluntarily, it's up to you. No experiment has ever been voluntarily with the way they experiment on, on, on a group of people. They've been putting they've been putting uh, tracking devices in the animals for a long time. Those are animals. They're people. <laughs> <laughs> many of the drugs that you take, many of the drugs that you take was first experiment on with animals. What's they got to do with a track in the bus? You know, um, <laughs> yeah, he just wasn't in the way. It's okay. It's all right. You know, you know, as I said before, you know, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. You know, yeah. I, you know, if that's the way you think, that's the way you think. Well, you're, you're absolutely right. You know, the, some of the problems I hear people complain about, uh, which you know, I don't, I have never experienced those problems. I tell people when I listen to them explain about the things that they experience with certain ages, I have never experienced those things before. Oh, okay. Never had my lights cut off. Never had no gas in my car and all that stuff. Also, like the other lady said, some of it's subjective. Never been without a job. Airplane run out of gas. But, you know, do you think that's true for people that say been without a job for any period of time? You sound like that man that was talking about. When I used to fly my plane, I always had a full tank of gas. I had a model plane. I used to fly it, too. Now I got a drone. Matter of fact, I used to fly down to Tyrone's <laughs> territory. What kind of plane did you have? Piper 180. Everybody got in the Piper 180. Mm-hmm. All right, hold on, y'all. Hold on. Let me break some Yeah. All right, uh, Area Code 510. Welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hey, it's uh, Beasley. What's going on? Hey, Beasley. Oh, how you doing, Beasley? How are you today? Cool. How's everybody? I this just is I'm press the one, but you guys were going to town. You skipped all the <laughs> subjects so much. I even had wrote down a couple of notes because, you know, I'm getting older and I don't remember shit as well. Uh, well, what you got in your notes, Beasley? Let's talk about it. Ah, man, it's all old now. I mean, this is not old. This is the best country. Well, when I say it's old, it's, is this the best country in the world? Maybe not. I haven't been to all of them to find out. Um, <laughs> to the devil's advocate, there's a reason why people come here from all over the all over the world, and that's because they can make it. <laughs> it's hard as it is, and it's not easy because it's competitive. But you know, you still can make it here. People all over the world seem to think that where they would want to stay or they want to be here. Is it hard? It's hard. It's hard. It's hard for white people that don't have silver necessarily connected. 
But, you know, there are, and it's getting harder and harder, but there are those that do make it. I was around That's right, Beasley. I was around them. And you just have to set your mind as how you want to do. I was around them this weekend in San Francisco at a venture fund thing. And some of the goofiest people with tattoos on their necks have no type of young people that have no type of presentation that we were taught, you know, to be well-groomed from the eyes, have every type of social work in the fucking And that's a startup money. They need to be back. They're like, we like the idea. We want a part of it. And of course, it's a pipe dream. It's obviously happening. You know how much a one-bedroom apartment in a nice area of San Francisco costs? No, it's about no. 3000 a month at least. 3800 Now, if you're talking about going down there uh, near the Bay Bridge, under the bridge, you know, near the ballpark, uh, and those high-rises, it's quite expensive. Yeah, that's 5000 That's yep. up to 5000 And they're building but more of them. But that's your average walk-up, one-bedroom. The building might be 100 years old. It's going to cost you $3,000 for, for one-bedroom. That means that there's money somewhere, and the reason why they're able to charge that is because there's people that can pay it. Yep. Well, yeah, well, there's a lot of business. You have a Federal Reserve Bank in San Francisco, and according to Art Fletcher, who I used to speak with, he said wherever you have a Federal Reserve Bank, you're going to have a pretty thriving economy. And, you know, there's a lot of Silicon Valley spillovers. There's a lot of high-tech, you know, IPO stuff happening. Um, the, the offices shit. out here. Um, oh. You know, so there's a lot of money. People come from all over the world. Mm. And the housing is limited. That's so right, Beasley. They're charging, they're charging high prices. So it's and a lot you know who, you know who, buy, you know who, a lot of different groups, but it's like New York City. You know who buys up those expensive properties? Besides the Chinese corporations and I-Tech, she's right on point. Chinese nationals, Chinese nationals are buying it up because it's a safe place to put your money in. The, if you do, as far as commerce, America is not a bad place to be having money. Someone heard you right, talk about I know there was a high rise that was built, and I knew someone that was renting a one bedroom. And it was uh, it was like thirty eight hundred a month, um, and she said that the a corporate had bought up about twenty units in that high rise. It was new, very sleek and modern, and that was for their people that would fly in or people that that worked for them and that kind of thing. So a corporate write off. Well, the individual can't can't really compete with that unless you're very wealthy. Well, Miss yeah. Lady, what a, what a lot of them do, they drive to Sacramento to San Francisco. And there and 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 it is. I'm not saying they cannot afford a unit in that building. No, not really. No. And a lot of them don't live there. They have to be very wealthy. They commute. And I saw the people coming in and out of that building. They had million dollar paintings on the wall. High security. You didn't even have a car. It was a whole different system, the whole security. You wouldn't even know there was security there. It was so quiet and tense. 
and um, <laughs> the uh, the the uh, concierge they had a, I bet he was a bodyguard too. He was an Asian dude, like he did not play with a suit on and a black suit. And they had the uh, woman at the desk. She had on her conservative black dress. It was very, no nonsense. And I saw who was coming in out of that building. And it was not. A, it was. It wasn't even that much. Like folks on the phone. Uh-huh. I Beasley, you know what uh, you know what a lot of foreigners are doing, especially Nigerians in Texas. They're taking advantage of the low income housing credit. Can I tell you what they're doing when credit. you finish? Yes, you can. And when and when you uh, and also there's a lot of, of foreigners that's taking advantage and being uh, being classified as minorities. You know. It's, certification that was supposed to be given to blacks. They're taking advantage of the billions of dollars that's offered by the United States Trade and Development Agency. You go on their website and you see all sorts of projects and all sorts of monies, especially for instance like feasibility studies on the projects that they have. I had a deal in agriculture, power generation, supplemental energy. They're offering hundreds of dollars for feasibility studies. No, and and highly and highly educated people with some work with a little bit of work experience, you might only need three or four years work experience working in an industry like that to have the shit figured out. And you know what else? And you know what else they're doing? They're not going to be hired in a lot of industry to get some experience. Or if you're hired, they're not going to teach you that because they already know. You can hear what they want. Who they want to be able. To move forward in that maybe so. So why don't you try to be with the people? So why don't you try to be with the people that they are? I know you can't. I know you can't. All right. So you say they only want a certain type of people. Maybe so. Why don't you try to be one of those people? And if you're saying it's all based on this color, it might be stacked way up against us. It might be stacked 99 to 1. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Sometimes it doesn't matter what you say, what your personality is like, how you support yourself. It is what it is. If they're there, you'll be there. If they don't, you're not going to be there. So now can I say what some of them are doing? And you have no power there. You have no control of that. Maybe maybe it's supposed to happen for you. Some people are just snake bit and gonna have bad stuff happen all their life with a product of this negativity. I can't understand you going in and out. I don't know what you're saying. I'm sorry for that. He said some people are snake bit, and I agree with him. Like Pionki, yeah, you're right about that. Some people are what? Maze, I don't told you that these shows are not for attacking people. He said I could speak. Just like on TRS, you people, people like to you talk. Are, you are talking, attacking people. You are, you are attacking people because you're saying what they're doing, and I'm telling you what I see. You are, you are, you are assuming. I know they are live over here. Some of them, and they live like, like, I mean, at home where they came from. They got these gorgeous, gorgeous homes that they go back to. When they leave here and retire, they go back to their gorgeous homes that they've already paid for. Some of them have them when they come over here, but they just come over here and work. And then they, you know, they go back and forth. And they sometimes take their friends with them. But then we, you don't have to read stuff when you hang with people and you know people. And you see what they do, not read what they do. 
Look at the Because some of them got a better uh, system over there than they do here. Look in San Francisco right now. Do that demographic. Look at the percent of black people who live in San Francisco. And then look up the the number of people, black professionals working in San Francisco. The most black people you see are homeless, drug addicts, mentally ill, around the worst part of town. It's 10 cities everywhere. (laughs) They got some organizations giving them out kids because they know you know it's a public health issue. It's not. But I'm saying, but I'm saying some of those people don't live in San Francisco. They live in Sacramento and they and they and they uh, ride the train into Sacramento and uh, they're living well. Yeah, but you know what? I would never want to do that because they They have to pay all all health problems. And I'm gonna tell you, it is the commute alone. Might be six hours a day. Now you're talking about high blood pressure. No, not six hours a day. High blood pressure, you're right. From Sacramento to San Francisco, yes, it is. You're going to have hypertension. I know that for a fact. You're going to have high blood pressure. You're going to have back problems. You're going to have, you know, it's bad on your organs because you have poor circulation sitting right there in traffic day after day. I knew people that commuted like that. They they developed even all kinds of problems. It's not healthy. It's really not healthy to do that. You know, oh, man, you know, y'all make me hard, man. You know, when, when, they, when you start talking about people coming to the field and we're and, up here, I haven't had much to buy anything but chicken pranks. <laughs> what? <laughs> but since they, the people on the, the people that's homeless, a lot of people don't know about homeless people. Some of those people was in corporate rural. If somebody oh, sit down and talk to them, and they did, they have no money, and they want to be there. It's not that they there because they don't want to be. Some of them do because they're happy there. You'd be surprised well, to sit down and talk to some of them. Uh, she's right. They don't like their life. She's Those right. smart people out there. Let me say this real and quick. And some of them got mental issues, too. I well, if you like being people. out there like that amongst all that disease and filth and, and a possibility of being assaulted, and all of that, and I've been able to brush your teeth and wash and, and go to the bathroom in peace. Then you do have a mental problem. Who in the world, who in the world is going to be worried about homeless people? That's why you got shelters and things. They were talking about homeless people, so that's why I was telling you. <laughs> I don't know one of them want to live in a homeless shelter. Hold on, hold on. Well, a homeless shelter is not a, a nice place to be either. People have been assaulted in homeless shelters. You go to a business else, meeting, you ain't discussing homeless people. Business people, uh, homeless people are business this people, too. This ain't a business meeting, though, right? <laughs> unless, unless you offer folks jobs on the line. Hey, wait a minute. If you're looking for some electrical engineers, you qualified? Okay, I can fix it. I don't have to, you know, you know, talk loud with y'all. Hey, look, you know, it, it sounds good. And as I said, Yankee, you know, you're just a typical, I don't even know what to call you anymore, but, you know, you always got this this, this vision that's just off kilter, man. It really it's is. brainwashed individual. <laughs> off kilter. Um, uh, you know, yeah. People come over here from other countries because they believe in the hype and the propaganda that they they, they see on on the television, and you go over there and they think everything is peachy keen here until they get here. You know, 
this. Uh, uh, exactly. That's you know, exactly so, right. Yeah, so, and I think we have to do better, man. We really do. We really do. Now, I sit here and listen to y'all talk, and, you know, I'm like, wow. <laughs> it's amazing. It really is. But it's all right. It's all right. I do see light at the end of the song. I, I really do. I may not be around to see it myself, but, yeah, I see it. <laughs> I see it. Um, it's 20 minutes till. And you know what? You got to burn my brain out now. So I'm going to let y'all go and get your last words in since we have um, quite, a, quite, a, quite a, a bit of uh, people on here. All right, so we're going to start with Beasley. Give me your last words, Beasley. Yeah, you're right. But it's just not like the way that you talk about it. Should it be better? Yeah, it should be better. Should there be? Yeah, but we live in a competitive system, man. You know, and ain't nobody trying to, no one's trying to give you anything. You know, you get what you're worth out here for what you provide and what you can provide, good service, labor, whatever the hell it is, you know. And you might not get nothing. And, yeah, I got compassion for for those that, you know, hell, I'm a – if I get sick for two months, you know, I might be out there. Not really. But um, it is what it is, man. I, I can't change the world on my own. I'm just going to try to compete in it. That's yeah. all. All right. Thank I can't you, sir. Change. I don't know what you're saying. What you're saying is true. It appeals to how I feel. Yeah. It should be different. But it is, you know, uh, I got mine. Go get yours. It is like that. That's yeah. you, you hit that on the head. If I did it, you could do it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear that. People are not trying to hear, for the most part, you're not trying to hear excuses and situations and problems. Maybe some are. I don't know too many men that are that have done something particularly particularly my stepfather's peer group. He's eighty nine. He and most of his friends they came from California to New York in the fifties and sixties and they all did well, you know? They all were educated, they all worked. All, they all and had a good time too. They all did well. They all excelled, whether they be engineers or doctors or this. They were all educated, all this, all everything. But I could never go to them. They wasn't trying to hear that shit at all. They were thinking in terms of solutions, and you know, and they would love you, and they and and. I, I really see why, because they have a thousand times harder. Uh huh. Sorry. They did try to help help each other, correct? I don't. Right. No. No, no, no. When I say when I say I don't know, I mean what's uh-huh. what's help? To, to me, help is I I, I got some trouble. And I can call you and get twenty five thousand. That's help. Yeah, that is help. Yeah, that's help. That help. You know, it's hard to get a ride at the store sometimes. <laughs> My point is exactly. My point is exactly. Right. So, man, so, you know, a lot of them might have been too proud to ask for help and make their own way. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. 
I don't know the answer to that. I don't think about that. <laughs> that what kind of friend are you? That's what enabled me to move away 500 miles away from where I live the majority of my life, even though I had mm-hmm. friends in town here. Because mm-hmm. the hell is somebody that can write you a check and say, I see you when I see you. <laughs> a friend in need, a friend in need. Let somebody else talk. I'll see you later. <laughs> All right. Thank you for calling all right, uh, Miss Lady. God, there's so much dishonesty, uh, and um, as I said, and it's interesting, it's, they're usually said from um, black men that feel like they've somehow made it in America. And basically, what they're saying is that, like he said, I have mine, get yours, don't look to me to help you. That's pretty much what they're saying. And that's not what it was like in the 50s and 60s. And it's a whole different economy right now in terms of, you know, the changes that have taken place and the expenses of everything. Uh, in the 50s and 60s, you didn't have high levels of immigrants. With a lot, not just um, manual laborers, but you have a lot of professional immigrants that are coming here taking jobs. You know, there's an economy like the Ubers and, and the list where you didn't have that then. You had pensions, people retired after working 30 years or whatever, they got there. It's a whole different day and age, and they know it. But they're not going to be honest about it. So, you know, whatever. And then they, it's, it's always this, you know, it's always this kind of, well, I have this, I have that, my father got this, they got that. There's somebody on um CRS that always talks about this house and I got that paid for and I got my two so nobody cares, okay? Nobody's impressed. Nobody wants to be you, okay? So it's like it's all this this kind of bragging that's attached to it as well, which is a complete and utter turn off. And so, um that's all they're just they just don't they don't really they're pretty much self serving. And don't look to them to be of help. Now, these are educated black men that we're talking about that call into the show, for the most part. So that's all I got. You don't hear the black women speaking that way, that are educated. So that's all I want to say. Don't look to black male leadership uh, in a lot of ways. It's not fair. Okay, bye. All right, bye, Miss Lady. All right, Mace, you're next. Well, I'm going to say it like this, Mr. Talk. I had a friend like that one time. He did so much and had so much and didn't have nothing. Couldn't convince somebody. And he still talking around the town saying how much he got and they ain't had nothing. And everybody knew it. There's new people that beat him. He goes on with the same story over and over and over again. If you're putting somebody down because you had something, think about it. You might fall back down again. While you up. They might, you might look up and see them one day, but they haven't risen to the top. When you have young kids not going around trying to find no uh, money for a grant, they took, it was three guys, they were going to college. One had a semester to go, they had finished and got a job, and they paid for their friend to get his last last semester through, and he finished. So they met all three of them doing well and making money. That's how you do it. You don't go back looking for no free money and walk around and saying you got something when you don't. 
people listening when you think they're not listening and they and, and, and comprehend what you're saying. So you're not as wealthy as you say you are. You can tell that to somebody that's going to leave because that's, that's your opinion. An opinion is not rip, rip that, that come when you're bumping your lips. That's your opinion, but not facts. Facts speak for itself. So you didn't serve in the military, and you didn't serve, but you won't talk about those that did and say what they shouldn't get. And if you didn't, you don't have 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 a, nothing to say about what they did or how they got it. All you need to be saying is they served this country. They should be getting what the people that served should be getting. But you don't know, so you read it. Stop reading stuff and know stuff. Live it, and then you can talk about it. And that's all I got to say. Like it or not, right. have a good day. Aren't you too amazed? <laughs> All right. Pierre, you're up. You know, I didn't serve in the military because the United States military gave me a deferment and said I was better suited in an employment that I ended up in, which is a very good compliment. See, when you need it, when there's a need in particular industry, and people specialize in that industry, you're not serving a military. Of course, that ain't everybody. But I can talk about myself. And Eric, here's the thing. When people, when you're attending investment meetings, uh, meetings of whatever particular agenda, they're not sitting around the table talking about the homeless. That problem is supposed to be handled by the churches. Okay. Uh, P. Ross, you got anything for me? You know, a lot of people want to say what should be handled by who, what, where, and how, but when we talking about, you know, what should be handled by the churches at the same time, the people want to say, oh, the church should be doing this, the church should be doing that, but who saw it in the church so the church can do that? You want to fuss about your tithes, you want to fuss about your offerings, and then you're saying, oh, these pastors just getting rich, doing this, doing that, and don't look at the sacrifices pastors make. I'm not saying everybody, you know, but those of us who are out in the grind, doing the grassroots work, you know, building and helping people and clothing people. You know, and it's a struggle every day. We give all that we have, but still the need is so big there is never enough. See, so you just can't say the church. See, you just can't say the churches. You know, that that's just a cop-out for taking responsibility for your fellow citizen, for your, you know, your fellow man. See, that's just a cop-out so you can walk in pride and selfishness and brag about what you have and, and, and belittle everybody else for what they don't have because it makes you feel good. It's not benefiting anybody. It's not edifying anybody. It's not making anybody feel better. You know, the only person that feels good about it is you because you think you have so much. But the Bible says, woe to the man who exalted himself. See, pride comes before fall. Don't think that you're so high and that you're so great that God can't take everything away from you and put you in a place where you think these people, well, they ought to have food stamps. They ought to have, you know, they get school lunches. That you be in that same place that you hungry. See, don't ever think that you're so great that that can't happen in your life. You say, this has never happened to you. That has never happened to you. Keep living, brother. 
keep living. Keep living. That's all I'm going to tell you. Keep living. He said, those are the people, you know, those are the people. Those people are the ones that built this country so you could have what you got today. You ain't do it all by yourself. <laughs> well, thank you for that. I guess I don't have to say anything else, man. I don't say that. You know, we got to do better. That's all I'm going to say. All right. It's been fun, y'all, but we got to run. See y'all Friday, 2 p.m. Central, 3 Central, Pacific, Mountain Time. Uh, thank you, my co-host, E. Ross, in the house. Uh, we'll be back here on Friday to do it all over again. Yeah, we will. <laughs> yeah, I have a blessed day. That's right. Remember, um, keep smiling, show appreciation, give us open heart, but make sure you give yourself first. Think of the best thing, man. Learn to laugh at yourself. If you laugh at yourself, everything is just crazy. I'm taking y'all out of here with some DJ Luke Nancy. I'm on the way. I'll see y'all Friday, man. Have a good week. I'm out. Wait. Three. Woo. Uh, doing 80 and a 60 ticket. Cause I ain't had a pussy in a minute, in a minute. I told her when I get it, I'ma hit it, I'ma hit it. Told me that she wanted, I'll be there when I finish. Oh, girl, I'm on the way. Hey, how you let the club and I'm about to make a play? I'm on the way. Wait, she told me that she cooking, I said, gonna make a plate. I'm on the way. Hey, I'm on the way. Hey, I'm on the way. Hey, I'm on the way. Oh, girl, I'm on the way. You know you on my mind. I see you getting thick from behind in them thighs. She looked at me like Nala. Said, so why you lying? Girl, with all that shake, it might as well come with fries. Love it when she cooks steak and taters on the side. That grown woman, she might as well add some wine. She like, baby, hurry up so we can take our time. Fine, I'ma call you in the outside. Hey. Hello? Where you at? I'm coming. Baby, where Damn. are you? Let me get my charger out the outlet. So where you at? Baby, let me finish putting on my outfit. I'ma be honest, I ain't even uh, at the house. Doing 80 and a 60 ticket. Cause I ain't had that pussy in a minute, in a minute. I told her when I get it, I'ma hit it, I'ma hit it. She told me that she wanted, I'll be there when I finish. Oh, girl, I'm on the way. Hey. I just left the club and I'm about to make a play. I'm on the way. Wait. Told me that she cooking, I said gonna make a plate, I'm on the way, ay, 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 ay. 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 Look, in 09, we used to get high, baby. Low-key, we were like Bonnie and Clyde, baby. It was plain as day, we still tried to hide them feelings inside. Do you remember the time, baby? Remember? We used to vibe, baby. You roll it up. And I used to drive, baby. You light it up. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.